in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 154. And this is the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information and fun facts and personal stories, stuff from the news, and sometimes interviews. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. That is me. Are you sure it's 154? Are we back? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to explain okay. a lot. Okay. We definitely have I'm a lot you, to... I'm going to let you do your thing. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we have uh, a Tuttle's 10. We're trying to get back into the normal flow of things. So we have Tuttle's 10. He's going to tell us about space. You have a What's the Up... final do- frontier. Yeah, you have a What's Up doc. I have a What's Up doc on theme with Tuttle's 10. Okay, so a documentary we got that we're going to cover. Of course, Digi Hears. And then um, we have a lot of explaining to do about <laughs> like the last month and where we've been. Johnny, you got some explaining to do. Yeah, but I don't care about any of that right now because we're back. We are back. Finally, we're back. It's been... I've been wanting to do this for the longest time. We are recording, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. We are back. We are back. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if it exports. <laughs> I think that's where we should start. So okay. we were going to be back last week. Two weeks ago. No, last week. And then- we Yes, did, we, you're right. We, the, like, I guess because- we, were, we recorded two weeks ago, John. We were- No. We didn't- No, we took another week off last week because we were both sick. No. Yeah. We were not sick. John. John. Oh, we were sick. Yes. We're oh both hung over as fuck. <laughs> See, everything's just been blending <laughs> That's together. That's what I'm saying. No, it's been so many weeks, bro. Man, I've been tired for like the last month. I I've seriously have been like extremely exhausted. And I mean, because there's been a, a, an eclectic group of uh, of different things going on in the, yes. in the month. It was your birthday. You went out of town. Yep, I was out of town. It, and my, my birthday just passed. Yep, uh, just, just had your birthday. Um, a lot of things. I mean, when you're off for two months, you've got a lot to cover. Yeah, and then I had, you know, some some personal stuff go down. And then Speaking of personal stories. I forgot we weren't feeling well. Yeah, yeah so then normal. last week we just took the week off because John was like, I'm feeling like shit. I'm out here sweating. It's a fucking terrible day at work. And I was like, I, I fucking, I slept till four. I feel terrible. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. just hurt all day. So, and then I guess it was the week before that, then where we were we recorded. Yes, we, we did, did a, a whole show. show. Oh, one fifty three. Yeah, it doesn't exist that's, anymore. That's our and it's it infamously one fifty nine is a famous number. People that know it know it. It's our one fifty nine is one fifty three forever. <laughs> yeah, we, we have our last episode was one fifty two. We did a one fifty three, but it we got did? it evaporated. I don't know what happened to it. It just like disappeared. I don't know, man. Um, These and, SD cards are fucking sketchy. We got some of it. Sketchy discs. We, we, you know. That's what it stands for. <laughs> sketchy disc. Yep. Micro SD. Don't trust it. It's macro SD. Goddammit. Yeah. Macro sketch. And then, uh, so I, and maybe it was because we were trying to like, after taking a few weeks off, we were coming in cold and maybe that's why we fucked up. I don't know what happened. Yeah. You got to come in hot. Everybody knows that. Yeah. We, we you coming in hot. You buzz the tower. <laughs> fucking Maverick and Goose. We, we I, I dibs on Maverick. I ain't dying. <laughs> 
John's never seen that movie. He doesn't get the no, reference. no, no, no. I, I, Goose is the cooler one, though. Like, let's be mm, real. No, Maverick is clearly the coolest dude ever. I mean, he's Tom fucking Cruise. I mean, oh, because he has it so hard because his friend died. Yeah. Imagine being well, the person God, that actually alert. dies. Spoiler alert. Ah. <laughs> fucking Goose dies, guys. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to ruin that. For Thirty you. years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it, you fucking Goose dies. Okay, guys, it happens. Top Gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the SD card. So we 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 recorded. We messed up. It, that fell apart. I was extremely pissed off about that oh john was not happy and then but and then before that because it was just like bad news after bad news after bad news and um and the one thing i i do have to say which is the main reason why we took a break was um uh, my my dad randomly unexpectedly um he he suffered from a hemorrhagic stroke yeah you said it good I said it right. Yeah, you said it good first time. Dude, you didn't even have to Google it. You've said it that many times now. It's uh, burned into memory. I was going to say, you know how much I was in the mirror saying hemorrhagic, <laughs> hemorrhagic, 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 hemorrhagic. No, it was not magic. <laughs> the, the magic man performed hemorrhagic. Like it's just you. You got to try to do it and like. Oh my god! Get out the tongue twister. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So he suffered a hemorrhagic stroke where I guess it, it formed like kind of a blood clot sort of thing by his nerves. Blood clot. Which helps Was him. Is a Jamaican dude back there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get him out of there. That's no good for anybody. He's trying to sell me something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. Man. I got the oxtails, boy. <laughs> the, yeah. As, as, so it was, uh, you know, right near the nerves, which, I mean. Yeah, says, like brainstem area, right? Which is fucking runs your whole body. Yeah. Brainstem it, runs every, your, your, it go, it's where your, everything goes from your body to your brain and that's where all the connections happen. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, that's a serious fucking thing. Cause I mean like, even like the, the motion of being like of breathing, you won't be able to get air. Right. You know, it, like you're just, cause your body, your nerves aren't commuting, your brain's not communicating it to your body. Right. It like, it, it's like Wild. a way of like it forgetting everything. Right. It just forgets. Right. Well, know, that's and, why stroke victims a lot of times have, you know, severe memory loss and like loss of a lot of times it's, uh, I guess with your dad's, it was different because of where it was. It was not in one of the hemispheres of the brain, but a lot of times the stroke will be on either the right side of the brain or the left side of the brain. And that'll fuck up fun motor functions on the opposite side of your body. Yeah. You cause your out. left hemisphere of your brain controls your right body and vice versa. It's weird how it flip flops, mm -hmm. but it, yeah, you'll have a stroke on one side and it'll affect the other side. So I guess maybe, you know, as, as weird as it sounds to say this, it was, you know, because not, it was not good, but you know what I mean? And that it was, you know, maybe it was fortunate in that the type that he had and the maybe severity was, was as little as it was. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's home and, and, and doing well now, right? Actually, well, yeah, because as uh, well as he can be. Yeah, because we, we mentioned it that my birthday had just recently passed. So yeah. the day of my birthday, yeah. he had come home. Fucking happy that was birthday, the, dude. The only fucking gift God, I want. If you guys That's had made it. a fucking video of that and put it on Instagram, everybody would have cried about it. Would have gone viral. <laughs> That's one of those, like, uh, you know, like, uh, dad comes home from war. <laughs> you know, yeah. like one of those. Yeah, everybody cries at that shit, That's bro. the only gift I want. And he's the, the same person that I, you know, remember seeing before this whole ordeal because he was in the hospital for a good month so i wasn't Shit, seeing bro. him for a while there it's been that long since we yeah did a show that yeah we, that, and, that, that and that saved that we put out and that's my guy <laughs> he's like yeah you're my best friend but you know he's my best friend well you I know mean, what i mean yeah well what i'm offended <laughs> yeah. wait it doesn't go me then your dad your priorities are fucking whack john <laughs> we got to reevaluate yeah, yeah uh but no i was glad like you know all that happened and it was a surprise out of nowhere so i was like look i'm not doing the show this week and then i think about a week later we, we you know uh, we get the news that my grandfather has stage four colon cancer yeah i forget yeah i've totally forgot about so that. he's so he's on a time time limit absolutely now. Yeah, there, yeah there is no recovering from that no stage four uh, what colon cancer yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's not good men, um, men suffer that a lot and that's yeah. exactly so i mean and then and he's not a, but he's not a young guy 
So that's probably another reason that their prognosis isn't uh, great for, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, the right. guy doesn't have a lot of time left on a clean bill of health. You know, when you're 80, you ain't got a lot of time left. And at that age, it's that, that it really does come down to like, do you want to um, like take therapy, like take, do the chemo and stuff. Right. Right. But then like, see, they call it therapy, but it's like anything but no, because I mean, you're buying time. You, you probably maybe. get to prolong your life. Maybe, but, but the I'll side effects, the side, the side effects are so aggressive. The side effects are like killing you. Like, you're, you're, you're just not dying. Like they're killing your body to the point of, cause it's killing the cancer, but it's also killing your body, but just enough where you don't die. And then it kills the cancer and then they stop killing you with the chemicals and you, you know, hopefully the cancer regresses. But, yeah. But with with a guy, an eighty year old guy, you start fucking pumping him full of chemotherapy and radiation and shit. I, is he going to make it through that? You know what I mean. So yeah. I get it. He's he doesn't want to be miserable up until his last point. Yeah, like, being I mean, full of chemicals. So getting that sorry news, uh, you yeah, know, like that. I, I, after that, I was just I'm you're gonna, handling as well as anyone could expect. Then I stopped really, aside from fucking up one fifty three. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, guys. Give him a break. There is no one fifty three. On. You know, can, can we be honest a little bit and just we'll say this uh there is half of 153 because as everybody knows we do these shows in two segments generally and as we're, we will do today and it was the first segment we still have the second segment with the digi hears and whatever else was on there but we would but without a segment one it's you know there's no context and it's fucking wacky and crazy yeah. it's just us going over news stories but we have been remiss in that we have not dropped anything for our patreon patrons in months and months because of COVID and just having weird schedules and shit. So we felt like maybe in the next week or so, not maybe, definitely in the next week or so, we're going to record just a little bitty intro for that and just kind of explain what happened a little more in depth and probably a little more drunkenly and crazily and uh, put that and then put out that little new intro with uh, with that second segment because it was a good second segment. It was a good show. We, yeah. were, we were happy to have it knocked out and get the rust off. And now we're back right here in the rust. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's I need oil on my joints. We only lost some of it, not all of it. But I mean, after a month, because our last episode was about a month ago. Yeah, yeah or a, more. A little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and thank you to everybody who's like maintained. I know, you know, at least one listener messaged me and said, you know, when are you guys coming back? A couple of people have said that. But just recently, somebody shout out to Rob who messaged me and was like, uh, you know, when are you guys coming back? I've been, you know, filling the time with old shows. So shout out to you and appreciate you doing that. Uh, oh, I hope yeah. everybody's, you know, if you wanted to get by. You know, go back and listen to some of the older stuff. There was a, a, a few friends of the show, so I'm not going to like say names because there's a few of them, and yeah, I don't yeah, want to leave anybody fine. out or right. anything. But uh, you know, it, without even knowing what was going on, they were like, "Hey, man, just sending my love over. Have right. no idea what's going on with right. you, but I'm thinking about you." And like, I mean, to be in people's thoughts is like alone. It's just like crazy. Like, I mean, I would never right. expect. If only any- I could control them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Take that, cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Sincerely, yes. I, I, I would never think that I'm on anybody's mind at any extent or, you know, I mean, I so right. just the fact that I am a, even a little bit, I mean, for everybody who reached out, like, holy crap, thank you so much. And, you know, throughout not doing a show, there's a few people that we saw in person. I'm so like, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and, you know, yeah. and putting up we with did, us. We did a little, uh, little impromptu birthday thingy for John last night. That was a fun surprise. I don't get cool. surprised. John often. had no idea, and he was like, and John's famously like, uh, "Don't make a don't do don't make a deal about my birthday." Like I don't even tell anybody. I was, yeah, Not I, really. So like I uh, his girlfriend, you know, set up a little back back of the, you know, 
it, you know, uh, I'd like, I guess, behind the scenes, had some shit working, and uh, we got a handful of people together and did a little downtown thing. It was cool. Yeah. And that was my first thought was, fuck you all. <laughs> Screw this. Right? If, I mean, it, yeah, John doesn't traditionally turn red, but I felt like if he was going to turn red last night, might have been the night. But he was happy to see everybody, I feel like. And I kept my puke to myself. He did, even when he did that blowjob shot, which I thought for sure was going to make him puke in his own mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I'm glad that, you know... Uh, Everything is starting to get back to normal now for the most part. And I mean, I've missed doing this so much. And yeah, I mean, despite Let's us, see if we can keep it going consecutive weeks. Folks. Yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, we were over the last month we went on or well, I went on twice. You went on once. We went on back talk with Bauer. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've been. Yeah. And we got to hang out with uh, Jay Bauer, uh, Jay Bauer Art, J-B-A-U-E-R Art. Uh, you know, that's like the handle dot com <laughs> or whatever. Or Expedia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just type him into Expedia. You'll find the cheapest Josh Bauer available. Yeah, it was awesome hanging out with him, and you know, we and we got Rocky over here as our researcher, and we've been still doing what's the fuss. I mean, yep. we, we we came back sooner. Funny to informing was just kind of the last thing to cross the finish line in terms of getting back to normal. Just yeah, scheduling is weird for this because it's just weird, like. Uh, generally i have off the days that we do what's the fuss and funny to informing on different days but here lately i haven't had all those days off so it's been a little weird even as we sit and record late tonight i just got off work you know we come here straight from cabos oh i've been trying to kill time dude i like after <sighs> after work i'll sometimes like go to the basketball courts to play but i haven't played basketball in years right but because i haven't been doing anything for the last month right, right. yeah you know, i'm like you and i guess when you have this you know all this time and people can probably relate you just you you go to something that maybe you haven't done in a while and you pick it back up again or you know like oh, yeah, yeah. you know something you enjoy doing or something you maybe don't even know if you like but like try everything once twice if you like it yeah yeah you know and then give it a shot i'll try this basketball thing yeah i almost started reading in the last month i, I i've like, thought about it several times too i bought a book <laughs> specifically to read it didn't i was like mm, tv <laughs> tv works almost <laughs> i still have power yeah. wait until i'm on candlelight then i'm forced to read yeah, yeah. <laughs> it literally almost got me but i uh i, I didn't you almost got me literature <laughs> didn't succumb to it <laughs> <laughs> not today uh yeah but um okay so we have the Tuttle's 10 before we go to break. Should yep. we do that Yeah, now? I mean, you're looking at the time. You tell me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about that time. Um, and I know we always kind of need a break. I don't know what to expect here because, again... Like, you never e know with Tuttle. Even it's about space, but he might talk about his mother vagina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Let's just wait and see. <laughs> or, or he might go like all Rain Man on us and just know everything about space. He, yeah, he might. You're right. It could he go either throw way. Throw so many facts and figures at us. Yeah. We don't know what to do. I, I miss. I, I miss all of this. Oh my god. I, I I don't know when the last time we even talked to Tuttle was. So I'm excited to yeah, do well, this. Who's Tuttle? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, don't worry, guys. We didn't fire him. No. I know people ex probably expect it. You know, that's kind of his shtick. But uh, no, we'll never fire that guy. Yeah, yeah. We we have our disclaimer. We have our jingle. Let's turn it over to Tuttle for his 10 minutes. Greetings! Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of Funny to Informing, its host, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10 minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another Tuttle's 10. Thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris, for having me back. Don't know what the hell happened. I guess the Tuttle 10 went on hiatus, but I am so glad to be back. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. It's been redesigned, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. So the topic I'm going to be talking about this week is space. Now, 
know pretty much everything there. Well, not anybody. Nobody knows everything about space. Even the scientists will admit to that. But before I get into talking about space, I want to tell you about two space-related movies before I get into the meat of my subject. The first one is being the first one being is Hillary Swank starring in the movie Away. It's about uh, one of the first missions to Mars, and the captain of the crew is a female, played by Hillary Swank. And they have one astronaut from every single continent. They got one from, like, Africa. They got one from England. They got one from Russia. And it's a great, great story all around. Yes, Huddle. All the continents were covered. Africa... (laughs) The country of England, <laughs> the country of Russia. I mean, I will give him this. Uh, those, those are countries, the last two that he named, uh, but they are different continents. England is on Europe, and uh, Russia is a part of I was going to say, maybe he was just being specific. So, I mean, yeah, those are different continents. It's just, it was silly that he named those. He could have said, uh, you know, different continents, countries, and named off Australia and Antarctica, the only two continents which are also countries. Oh, that's the informing mm-hmm. bit. There's your informing trivia no, no, no. for the day. But we can't shit on Tuttle, because this isn't world geography right now. This is about space. That's that's right. All right. So Hit let's, us over the head with facts. Let's see what he says. Uh, you, you will not be disappointed at all. I think they got a lot of the space stuff done right because a lot of these space movies, they, they do it and they try to Hollywood it up and they don't make it factual. Now, the other one is a documentary. And if you grew up around here, you should be very, very familiar with it because this is one of the first big news stories that I remember when I was a kid, and that was the Challenger disaster. Uh, The shuttle, uh, a lot of people don't know this, Christy McCullough, I think that was her name, was the teacher that was going up. She was going to be one of the first civilians to go up into space. So there were all these kids watching. And when you watch this, everybody kind of knows what happens, but if you see the behind the scenes that went into making the decision, to send up Challenger, it is going to piss you off beyond belief. Okay, well, let's just let the cat out of the bag a little bit here. I told you that uh, my What's Up Doc was on theme with Tuttle, and he is, uh, he is, uh, he's wrecked my thunder, or stolen my thunder, I should say. But this is what I'm covering this week, oh, is what he just spoke about. Yeah, it's the Challenger uh, Doc. The Challenger Doc that just came out on uh, on Netflix. And he's not, he is not wrong. Um, I watched all 180 minutes of this four-part thing in one night with my jaw on the, on the bed several times while I watched it. Well, damn, Tuttle. He ruined it. No, it's fine. He no, ruined- <laughs> it's cool. I'm going to give much more facts and figures. Uh, I think, I don't think, I don't know how far he goes into it. We shall see. But uh, I will give many more facts and figures probably, hopefully, than he does. And um, starting with actual facts, uh, Krista McAuliffe <laughs> was the teacher <laughs> that went into space and, rest in peace, passed away. I thought when I heard that name, I was like, is that, is that is, what it is? Well, you know what? And I will say this. I, I can only say that correctly because I just watched this documentary. I was remembering, I was explaining this to someone recently, and I, I said, I think her name was Kristen McCauley. Like, I was pretty like where Tuttle was. But in my defense, also, before I came on a microphone and just guessed what that name was, I looked it up. M- McGillamagoo? I don't know. <laughs> Kirsten McGillicuddy <laughs> yeah. rest in peace okay. greetings and, and welcome yeah he was talking about like movies and I thought for sure he was going to bring up Apollo 13 or anything I'd heard of 
I mean, like, well, what yeah. is that fucking Kristen's what? What uh, Hillary Swank movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I Away never heard of that. or something. Away, yeah, never with heard the of the one it. with all the continents. You, no, uh, England and Russia. But like, just watching Apollo thirteen gave me such anxiety. Like, you don't know if you're going to make it home. You're running out of oxygen. What are you going to do? And That's the one that Tom Hanks directed, or Tom Hanks was in, and and um, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, it, uh, a spoiler. Ed Harris. In all truth, I've never seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of know a little of the story, but uh, yeah, I've never seen it. It's man. based on a true story. Oh, absolutely. Those it's amazing. Guys, yeah, yeah. And I kind of, like I said, I kind of remember, and they had to like save their own lives and get themselves back home to land in the ocean and shit. Yeah. yeah Dude, was, that is so scary. It was scary. a harrowing thing for them, but I've never seen the movie, but I know it's supposed to be great. Yeah, yeah. Their shuttle gets like super cold, and then, yeah, they're just trying to survive as best they can. But well, uh, maybe okay. I can find the space for it in my brain. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's see what, uh, what uh, space is left in Tuttle's brain. <laughs> So, one of the first topics I wanted to get into, and that is the speed of light. Uh, we are so far behind when it comes to the speed of light. And a lot of people don't know this. The speed of light is actually the universe's actual speed limit. Nothing can go faster than the speed of light. You can go 99.9% of the speed of light. But no matter what, no matter how fast you travel, the speed of light is always going to be faster than you. Here, I'll give you an example. Carl Sagan. Here, you know what? Let me back up first. Not a lot of people know this, but the speed of light per second is 186,000 miles per second. Now, uh, light travels at 670,616,629 miles per hour. So to put this into perspective, one light year equals 5.88 trillion miles. So back to what I was saying, how you cannot travel faster than the speed of light that we know of is that Carl Sagan put in a great way. I, I get really, really high and watch Carl Sagan videos, but the way that he explained it, okay, we actually see with our eyes at the speed of light because what we're seeing is light bouncing off of objects and going into our eyes. So we're technically seeing things at the speed of light. The example he gave is somebody's traveling in a car and you're on a bike. And when you are coming up to that intersection and say you cut him off and he has to swerve out of the way, that shows a moving object that is going at the speed of light. Because if, if we were going faster because we're moving, but we're seeing at the speed of light, by the time you got to that intersection, that car would be swerving at nothing because your image would already be past that. That's how he broke it down. I might have fucked that whole thing up, but who knows? I mean, maybe he could. He, he might be right, but he might have fucked it up. I have no idea. He, I feel like he circled the block and went back again, and he was fucking up his fuck ups to make them correct. Wait, 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 wait! Before <laughs> I go there, let me. I, I don't know. I, I need to get high just to understand what the hell he just said, or maybe I am high. Who? Nails. <laughs> I got. I got a little lost, uh, but I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Is a uh, okay? But uh, let's let him continue here and see if he uh, he's got it going on. So while we're talking about the speed of light, this is going to show you. See, this is what blows my mind the most, and I think a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their mind around the sheer numbers when you're talking about space. 
So in 1990 or in 1977, Voyager 1, Voyager 1 is the farthest man-made from Earth away from our, our planet because it left in ni- 1977. And now, guys, it has been going before I was even born and it is only 3.7 billion miles away from us. And let's go back here. Let's go back here. So it is only a billion or a couple billion miles away from us. We have not even gotten close to one light year, which is 5.88 trillion miles. Mind blown. But before I get off of that, uh, while I was on Voyager 1 that was sent in 1977, they actually put a golden record. They uh, didn't have enough space back in the day to be able to store a bunch of data. So they sent a golden record. That if some alien life form was able to find it, they'll be able to play it. It's got all of our music, it's got math problems, stuff like that. And I'm sure the extraterrestrials will be more than happy to take care of that. It's probably going to be simple preschool type uh, stuff. But Carl Sagan, one of the things that he asked them to do when it when it got too far is to turn the camera around and take a picture of the planet Earth and. Uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys remember this, but the the big speech that Carl Sagan did called the pale blue dot. And when he was talking about this picture, uh, he was quoted in saying in this in this speech, he gave from this distant vantage point, the earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider again that dot that's here. That's home. That's us. But another thing that blows people's mind, and it goes right along with space, is time. So the the universe is ever expanding. So eventually, in the near future, we won't be able to see stars in our sky. Now, the Andromeda galaxy eventually is going to collide with the Milky Way system. But don't, don't worry. I mean, you really don't have to worry because you're not going to be around when it happens. But they said things are so vast that they doubt any of those planets would ever come to hitting each other. But think about this: those stars that you're looking, those very, very faint stars that you see up in the sky at the end of the observable universe. That's like 180 million or probably more. It's in the billion light year away. So that light you're seeing is in the past. That has already come and gone. That light you're seeing does not exist anymore. See, that's one of the first things that I learned was actually like kind of about like we we see things at light speed, uh, but they would put the example out that um, when you're staring at a star and you kind of see it going crazy or it's flickering or, you know, changing uh, colors and it kind of it looks like a little party is happening. It's that's like a burning out star or the stars burnt out. Right. It's burnt out long ago. And it's just now we're seeing it. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, because it does, it's it not even there. However many numbers Tuttle said for it to get to your eyes. Yeah, like it's not even there anymore. Damn, the burnt out star, huh? Where is David Hasselhoff? Oh. I've actually heard that uh, they're actually called black dwarf stars. Speaking of which, has anyone seen Flavor Flav? <laughs> a, a burnt out black dwarf. No. Yep, that covers them all. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we could we could go on and on. Right here was last spot in Vegas. <laughs> oh, the possibilities in my head right now are just uh, let's let Tuttle wrap up here, and then uh, and then we'll we'll get a break. By the time they're seeing the light off of our area, 
we're all, we're like billions of years old. How has that happened that you can be seeing two different perspectives, but they're already gone? And now we got some of the smartest scientists in the world trying to figure out our problems, the mysteries of the universe, but none of them could ever be able to tell you for fact what happened before the Big Bang. And it's just interesting to see what they have to say because they're all hypothesizing what what it might have been. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of his hypotheses is that we are a part of a multiverse, that we popped up from an original multiverse. But then it's all going to it's all going to happen all over again. So if we're from a multiverse, another multiverse, what came before that multiverse? It's like it's like what came first? the chicken or the egg. We all know that the egg came first because that egg evolved into what was the first chicken. Now, what laid the egg? Who knows? But the egg came before the chicken. Now, there's always got to, I mean, you can't get something out of nothing. It is impossible. Nothing is the lack of something. So how does that happen? They're never, ever going to be able to figure it out. And I just think it's funny to hear these scientists, some of the smartest people in the world's hypothesis. Mind blown. I want to thank John and Chris for having me on again. Check out their podcast. Well, why am I telling you to check out their podcast? You're playing it right now. Check out my shit. The Tuttle Daily Podcast found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn uh, tune app, and 315live.com. See ya. Thank you, Tuttle. Wow. Whoops. Uh, sounds like the aliens got him there at the end. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was clearly flustered. I think he saw the beam coming down on his PT Bruiser, <laughs> his PT Studios, and he was like, uh, check me out. Check out their show that you're listening to. I gotta go. <laughs> gotta run. Ooh, travel well, you burnt out star. You <laughs> You hear some jiggling keys and then boo, boo. <laughs> and they're sucking him up. He's Beam me up. He's going to get probed. Yeah. Beam me up, Patrick. I already know it. The next time we see Tuttle, it's going to be probe Tuttle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he did enough of that in his intern days. Oh, God, what if the aliens took him and made him be a space intern? <laughs> <laughs> Roll around in these space mouse traps, you piece of shit. <laughs> Take this ray gun to the chest, bro. <laughs> no, you got to check out his show, Tuttle Daily Podcast, like he said. It's yep. awesome. Two Ds, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah, T-U-D-D. <laughs> I just say that because that's his imaging. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I don't know why he was trying to tell you guys to check us out. You already are, and we you're, appreciate it. You're doing that. Check out his stuff, but continue <laughs> to check out ours. Yeah. Uh, that one really made my head hurt. Yeah. I don't... It was like... If you could... I feel like it was possible to get a nosebleed from thinking, I would have one. Oh, my, my, my head is throbbing, bro. <laughs> like, on the sides, it's pulsating. That's what she said. I was trying... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he almost fried fried my mind. Wait, she... Her head is throbbing? Well, it's... <laughs> it's Pride Week. I'm not getting into it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> no it. judgment. Um, okay, so let's take a little bit of a break. We got as What's we, Up, Doc, and Digi here. Absolutely, as we um, always need a break after talking. What, what song or like something? Should we, do we theme it? I of course I themed it, John. Okay, we're gonna go to break uh, with it's a double theme. Uh, this in the meantime by Space Hog. While we're on break, in the meantime, listen to the song from Space Hog. Hmm, I like it. Uh, episode 154, 153 did not exist, and this is funny to informing. We'll be right back.
Back to Funny Doom Informing episode 154. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza. Pizza Bear Coleman. It's me too. Yeah, little space hog for you. Hashtag ya. me too. Little space hog in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little something to get you through the meantime until we're back from break. And we're <laughs> back. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite songs from the 90s. I fucking love that song. The bass line is awesome. I remember when I was learning to play bass, I learned that bass line and I was like super stoked to learn that bass line yeah. and play along. And uh, after a month, we're back. We're back. So it's, uh, yeah. And so I hope you guys got through in the meantime yeah, while we uh, were away. We, we had, like, the drinks are starting to flow a little bit. I mean, before we did the show, I mean, out of excitement, we were drinking, you know, hanging out of Cavos. Before we did the show, jinx, drinks were flow. Yeah. Wait, what before the before <laughs> the show flow what drinks jinx 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Change you owe me some drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we were hanging out at Cabo. So I, I, we, I'm hoping that we can have um, uh, one or more of the owners. Yes. We that. were supposed to have Marky on a month and a half ago now, back on Labor, around Labor Day, actually. And uh, that fell through. Just he had some family stuff come up and we had to reschedule. And then since then, the restaurant's opened back up on Monday. So our plan was to do it on a Monday when the, sh- when the shop was closed down and it was quiet in there. But now we're open seven days a week. So it's just a matter of finding the time and space. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. Speaking of space. Oh, space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that and uh, having guests back on the show. But uh, yeah, speaking of space. So we have the What's Up Doc documentary. Yep. Tuttle just told us about all these numbers and facts and figures, which I can't comprehend. And now I'm going to give you facts on the documentary, which I watched, which is uh, based on space. All right. You're going to tell us what's up, Doc. It's space-based. What's up, Doc? Hey, what's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Hey, what's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? What's up? Doc. Doc. Should have made that left at Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> What's Up, Doc? is my segment where I like to review one of the many documentaries I watch pretty much every week. We don't do the segment every week, but even though we've been off for a month, don't worry. I've still been consuming mega amounts of documentaries. And try not to ruin it for anybody. No, well, there's not much to ruin. Uh, it happened in 1986. This is a factual thing. If you, uh, There's no ruining. Um, oh, so this is like in it, the first segment, like our Top Gun. This is like Top Gun. Well, yeah. I, it, wow, it was around the same time, too. Top Gun was like 84 or 85 and the Challenger. This is obviously... I. Uh, here we go. I reviewed... Was Goose on the Challenger? Oh, my God. Was he responsible? Oh, no. I watched this documentary. <laughs> no, there, at no point did they speak of Goose. But now <laughs> I need I need a Goose documentary. There was a duck. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Wow. You're my making bad. light of a tragedy, sir. My bad. Honestly, okay. Now, this is for John, a guy who was not alive at this time. Um, and I was only five years old when this happened. It was the year I turned six, but I hadn't even turned six yet. But so the, anyway, the documentary that I watched was uh, was it, it was called uh, Challenger: The Final Flight. It was just released on Netflix this year. It's a four part miniseries. They're calling it. Each episode's about forty five to an hour max. Um, and so it's max where the whole runtime altogether is one hundred and seventy nine minutes. I watched, as I said earlier, all 179 minutes straight through. And like, I started at like 1 a.m. in the morning and I just sat there and watched all fucking four. I couldn't stop. Okay, so this is my main question is because everybody in the crew died, you know, up in the shuttle. Wow. So who are they talking to? About the, like you know trying to get the real story of well, what was going on. Obviously, immediately when it happened, NASA did a giant investigation, and the immediate outcome was grounding of all shuttles of the shuttle program uh, for three years. So there was no other shuttles until '89. Uh, because of the investigation going on here and trying to figure out a what happened b how can we stop it from happening again and you know and well that was pretty much those are the two points: what happened and how can we prevent this from happening ever again? Yeah. Which honestly they have done. 
Well, and I want to, and maybe you know this, or maybe Rocky can research this for us. When did NASA like close? When did they end uh, all of their expeditions? And, and I think and their, Rocky's feverishly looking that up. But, yeah, because um, like NASA, yeah, NASA has shut down as the government space program, and it has now gone over to the privatized SpaceX program, as we all know, run by Elon Musk. Yeah, genius yeah, yeah. billionaire Elon Musk. Um, I think Rocky. And I feel like that wasn't that info. long ago. No, like, I want to say it was in the last five years or so that NASA formally shut down. July of 2011. Okay, so wow, nine years ago. Nine but, years ago, officially the government space program, government-funded space program shut down. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. I, and Tuttle teased this and said that when you watch this documentary, you will be angry. You will be made mad. Uh, you will be upset with NASA and the way things were handled altogether. And he is not wrong. Uh, one reason I watched it all the way through was because the way that they cut it and edited it and they're giving you more facts throughout, I wanted to know more at the end of each episode. Like, oh, wow, how did this happen? Obviously, you know the outcome. Obviously, everyone knows. 1986, uh, January 28th was the date. 1986, um, you know, the, the, the shuttle went up um, 73 seconds after launch. It was, it was 73 seconds after launch, um, one of these, what they call the solid rocket boosters, which are the literally the fucking propulsion systems to get the, the shuttle from the ground into orbit. And then once once it's off the ground far enough, uh, if you remember, if you've ever seen a launch, John, on TV or anywhere else, the rocket boosters, the big the big fuel tanks and the things with the, that are shooting the, into space so fall away. That's the way they get out of the gravitational pull. Absolutely, that's the way to be. Yeah, to get out of the gravitational pull, and then once it's up, it has its own propulsion system. Obviously, if you look at the back of the shuttles, uh, they had you know three or four giant like jet fucking engines on the back of them. So but these are giant, literally like forty feet, forty foot tall, two giant rockets strapped to the side of the fucking shuttle to get it to launch. And in the middle, if you if you're familiar, there's a giant red tank. If you can picture this in your head i don't know if you can if you're seeing this but there's a big red tank directly under the belly of the shuttle flanked on each side by two white tanks smaller white tanks the red tank is all fuel it's fucking hydrogen so it's a essentially it's a nuclear it's a it's a hydrogen bomb strapped to the belly oh yeah yeah, yeah I and bet. it's controlled and they control it through those two white jet funnels to purport to propel it from the earth in past perpetuatingly propel into the no gravity zone but <laughs> on a pendulum so long story short um one of these uh rocket boosters failed and 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 obviously nasa knew everybody knew that uh, they are riding a bomb into space if anything goes wrong this thing is a giant hydrogen bomb and everybody's fucking dead everybody on board is dead and anybody around it would be dead no that's when you want to triple check quadruple check well, shit absolutely and that's where things went wrong was in not so much in NASA. Obviously, NASA doesn't build these things. They hire companies to build these things. They hired a company. I want to look it up because it's a. I've I've got the name. So here. the documentary like is mainly. I mean, because it's hour long episodes or whatever you said. Yeah. Boy, so do they focus just on the recklessness? Of how well, that whole operation, that whole... They give you some history, and they talk about how the shuttle program began. It started in 1979. Before that was the Apollo stuff that we also mentioned. The old space capsule style that came down and crashed into the water. Right. The space shuttle program started in 79, and that's the shuttles that you and I probably most people think of when you say space shuttle. It is the white and black kind of looks like a big um fucking passenger airline almost you know what i mean like I mean, a big like, giant version of the, it. the way i because like um like hess used to always yes, have those toys yes, absolutely so it was the me, shuttle yeah it was like a that's hess toy the shuttle. well that shuttle program started in 79 and that was the first time we had seen that style of space shuttle ever done before and this type was different in the space capsule that fell to earth into the water and then had to get retrieved this was 
uh, the shuttle could go to space and then come down and land on its own wheels, which if you've ever seen that, it, it they come back and they land in California. Yeah. Every time so they come does back. this like um, uh, maybe like do you think that NASA should have been shut down sooner? I just I I will say this, and again I don't want to give away too much, but it just I will say that I don't I, I am I was never really a huge fan of NASA. I was always one that was more on the side of let's figure out what's in our own oceans before we figure out what's in this billions of you know what I mean? Like I feel like the oceans are much more capably navigable than space if you look at it, you know, like it, on on scale. The yeah. oceans are huge, right? And and seemingly never ending, but they're ending. The globe's only so big, they only go so deep. Way Space is fucking literally never ending. I was going to say way more accessible to get to the water, you right, know, to the bottom of an ocean than uh-huh. it is to the end of space. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? We, we but for some reason, you know, our government decided to go because of all the other countries going into space, we were pressured. And that's honestly what comes down to these seven people losing their lives was pressure from the government to continue. They wanted when this when the shuttle program. That's way too much reading. When the shuttle program, <laughs> Rocky just gave me information. It was like seventy paragraphs. <laughs> that's too, way too much. <laughs> like I can't size, read that and speak. Size like four font. It was just regular font, but it was this a whole page. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, when the shuttle program began, they were they were the reason the Congress approved them to give the billions of dollars that they were granted to run the shuttle program was that they were going to run shuttles to space. At least one every year. Well, they had, by 86, when this happened, they had only run three. I think three or four. This was the fourth one, I believe. And so the government was putting their finger down on them like, you know, we need to show the citizens that this, these billions of dollars we gave of their money to your program is, is paying off. And we need these shuttles to go. This, the Challenger was supposed to go, the, when it launched on the t- January 28th and 86, it was the third try. They had scrubbed it twice because of cold weather and storms the prior two days. The morning of this launch was the coldest day in Florida in probably a decade, I think they said. It was a cold snap. If you, you can go back and look at the history, it killed a bunch of our uh, citrus crop that year and really hurt the economy of and, Florida. And they just got sick and tired of waiting. And they were tired of waiting. And it was the coldest day of the year when they got up at, when they got to the whatever, when people started getting the shuttle ready to launch that morning at like whatever, four or 5 a.m. For some reason, they had run the, when they shot, when they shoot off these giant rocket boosters, obviously these giant flames shoot down out of them, right? Well, to offset that, they have these giant, like fucking huge, insane amounts of water, like hoses that spray on the launch pad to offset that fire so it doesn't just burn up everything. And <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it creates all that steam and that's what you see is fucking steam. When you watch a shuttle launch, a lot of that is it's smoke but it's also steam from the fire hitting the water and creating a gi- giant amount of steam. Well, for some reason, they had run that water system overnight during this cold snap. So at 4 or 5 a.m. when they showed up to do the preparations, the whole bottom end of the shuttle and entire launch pad was covered with ice. Like four foot icicles hanging off this fucking thing. Wow, so so not only is it wet and damp and everything, but like well, it, Florida, it was cold enough. It was to frozen, make and it ice over that, and that had ca- obviously catastrophic effects on the rocket boosters, which launched this this Challenger shuttle into space. And they honestly, they had some knowledge that this could be an issue. They had seen evidence of this before. Again, because of the pressure from the government and the higher ups at NASA, 
they decided after many, many arguments in a closed room with the top top level guys that they were going to go ahead and push the launch anyway. See, this on might, the third try. This might be like one of the very few times on your WhatsApp docs there. I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this. No, one. you should. It's super interesting. But you I'm should know gonna... what you, you know. And then, but it also hard. It makes me think. Of course, I, how could no one believe this? I, I I love you know as much as I love our country and it, but it, our government is shit. Like anything that runs through the government hands is mishandled. And to and on a scale like this, running you know seven people at a time, sometimes thirteen people, they have they have big crews of people go up, and you know and you can't you can't let things slip through your hands. You know what I mean? You, you have to do your due diligence, which is where I feel the privatized sector, SpaceX, is much better off. They're not under their own. They're they're only under their own pressure by Elon Musk. He funds everything. Yeah, he's not getting money from our government. He doesn't have to answer to anybody. If he doesn't want to fucking launch because it's gonna, he thinks people will die. He's not gonna launch. And it, if he exactly. does, then fucking shame on him. And and I think like um, when something were to go wrong, I think from SpaceX you're gonna get kind of an honest answer. But like this documentary came out, and like how many years ago did this actually happen? So like. You know, and there, I don't really know. Well, it took was- three years, obviously, before they reinstituted launches again. Yeah. They did this whole investigation. And, and so, long story short, the company that they hired, it was called Theocal. It's spelled T H I O K O L. It's a weird name, but that is who they, the outside company they hired to build these rocket boosters to launch the shuttle. They, they, another company built the shuttle. The company that built the rocket boosters had some issues with the rocket boosters leaking. And the thing is, if you get a leak, out of the side of that and what happened was one of the where the joints where the rocket boosters connect from one piece to another piece because they come in pieces it was as simple as a rubber o-ring what yep a rubber o-ring Are because of the cold think about this and it's, like, it's ah, actually no problem it's actually it's actually so it's so it's so simple and logical when you think about it a rubber o-ring any rubber is going to perform different in 80 to 100 degree temperatures as it is in 30 to 20, you know, in freezing or sub-freezing temperatures. Yeah, right? it like rubber loops. expands and contracts, it's right? It's like uh, elasticity. Yeah, exactly. It's like anything It's like anything else for the most part that expands and contracts. It's any pliable matter, right? Well, mm-hmm. so these things are connected with O-rings. There was problems with the O-rings in cold weather. They knew this. And because and several times they they took a vote in the room. I think there were six or eight people. They took a vote in the room and several times... They knew that it was a giant risk to launch it with these cold temperatures, with these O-rings malf- malfunctioning in colder temperatures. And then when the and conditions times, get worse, then the conditions like, oh. had been worse than they had ever tested them before. Jeez. They were failing in forty degree temperatures. This thing was like sub sub forty when it when it launched at almost noon that day. For for some scientists, that's pretty fucking dumb. And they yeah, in, so many engineers, scientists, and even uh, Congress people, and you know what I mean, people at the top brass Idiots. of NASA, and several of them from the company Theocal had voted to not. No, it's not safe. We should scrub it and and wait for warmer temperatures. And and a couple of them at the very end of this had said, you know, a couple of them said, I, you know, I voted against it the entire time. And then at the very end, I changed my vote. And one guy's crying and shit saying, and this has been 86. It's been 20, 20 plus years now, almost it's been 35 years since this well, happened. Well, because that's not exactly... And there's a guy crying because he made a piss poor decision and he knew he made a bad choice because of pressure 35 years ago. And a couple other guys are, are defending it to this day up there on the documentary saying, I would vote the same way today as I did then. And wow. it's like, I'm a layperson, And with the info I've been shown, clearly I would vote no. It, something could fail. Yeah. And I mean, that pressure is a completely different it's story. A, that's not like your friend saying, hey, you want a cigarette, no. man? Like, come on, no, no, try no. the cigarette. Try it, try it. Like, that's a different type. 
it's, peer it's your pressure. life, it's your career, it's the billions of dollars that you've that you've been handed to to manage. You might lose your job if you don't ju- just your job go with your, it. Your life as you know it, and yeah. your and the space group program that you manage and run, which but is it, the biggest thing that's going on in the world at that time. Yeah, it's no excuse either way. But no, I, no, no, no. I, I get the pressure, but also. It, it, that's no excuse for human lives. Yeah, yeah. Put it off, dude. Put it the fuck off. Right. And the way that uh, one of the main engineers explains this, because they, they talk about a little bit about how uh, they did some uh, like committees and some hearings after the fact to go over the facts and decide who was really at fault. Uh, it was funny because w- the way the engineer explained it, and I won't, I, you'll have to watch it to see, but it was so simple. It was like child's play, the way that he showed how rubber expands and contracts, right? To a bunch of <laughs> a, a room full of other scientists and engineers, and they're all like, none of them could say shit because they were all like, fuck. It's science, bitch. Everybody's like, ooh. You can't argue it. Uh, <laughs> Essentially. And then, uh, uh, ooh, we're fucked. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, long story short, Theocle was uh, was found liable for that. The company is uh, disbanded and uh, been bought up by, I think, like, uh, another jet manufacturing, <laughs> propulsion manufacturing Jeez. company. But um, uh, super interesting. Worth a watch. Check it out on Netflix. Brand new. New heat. It's a, it's a hard maybe for me. No, um, watch it. But Okay. Uh, should we... All right, let's get into the digi here. We have some stories that we want to get to. Um, we have that super long intro for it. Um, well, let's take a break. There, there's nothing else that we have to get to, right? That's it? Nope. Okay. What's up, Doc? is done. All right. Let's Listen get out to- for more What's Up, Docs coming soon. Let's get to the digis. Did you hear that? Did you hear? 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 Original rap. We bring it to you live in the physical, digital download theme. We'll be reaching critical mass. We give it our all. We love if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? And this is the part where we get stuff from the news and we try to figure out what's going on in the past week. And since we've been gone a month, I do like... (laughs) We have 74 (laughs) digi hears today, guys. I hope you're settled in. We're overloaded. But in the meantime, listen to these digis. Yeah, though, there was a few things that happened in the week and I don't want to like harp on them or anything like that. But like, you know, it's we all kind of know Trump got COVID. There was the oh de- my god the the yes. presidential debate the vice president <sighs> debate the fly yeah the fly it happened it's a thing <laughs> uh, R I P Ruth Bader Ginsburg yes for sure um that but that was a few weeks ago too I mean there's been so much stuff that's so been going on stuff. but yeah just like th- those were things that we would have talked about had we been here yep but we can't but we, it's too late now it's out of our it's control it's already happened um, S- SNL's already skewered it all <laughs> <laughs> moving on yeah. by the way that shit is killing it I'm really enjoying SNL so I, far. they're back in two the episodes studio. in yep two episodes in back in the studio they're paying their audience members did you hear. I did that, know that. Did you hear that? I did know I, that. I heard that the other day. It wasn't one of my digis, but we were talking about it. I wanted to throw that. That's a weird fact. Like I 150 like, bucks. Most people would pay an arm and a leg to see that shit. I was going to say, people would go for free. Oh, people, normally people do go for free. That's normally how they get their audience. And it's a waiting list because it's not a big studio. So like there's usually, it's not easy to get tickets. And don't they give you like pizza and like some punch or I something? I don't know. Or? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they got crowd service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because when I, I got a tour of Warner Bros. Studios one time, I went out to California and they were showing us the set of friends. Oh, yeah. Monica's um, apartment? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Central Perk is what oh, I you saw. You saw Central Perk? Yeah, yeah. Was Gunther there? 
No. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know like, you really hope I was like, was. where's my fucking coffee, man? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? There's nobody behind the table uh, to, to serve. And then uh, and then uh, two and a half men, I was looking at the, the oh, set. Okay. It's like on a wheel. And like the wheel oh, turns. Oh, really? And it spins to change sets? Yeah. That's cool. Like the, and the cameras stay in one spot. Yeah, the studio oh, audience cool. stays there too. Okay. You stand still. and then But they give you pizza and drinks and then, the, you know, and you get to fucking meet people like Charlie Sheen and John Cryer. You met them? No. Oh, no. So but some I people mean, do. You didn't. <laughs> but cool people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I see what you mean. If you're at a show taping, you were just doing a studio tour. Yeah, no. Right, they kicked right. me out. <laughs> they were like, low life studio tour. You get nothing. You're like, you fucking weirdo. No pizza, no Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You got some tiger's blood on tap, though. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, uh, you start us off. Am I kicking it? Kick it! <laughs> <laughs> can I kick it? Yes, I can. All right. Did you hear? CEO of Halliburton International Foods, which, first of all, when I think of Halliburton, I don't think of International Foods. I didn't know that they had hand, hands in food. Halliburton is the old... Um, uh, they were the old company run by Dick Cheney, and I think they were. Uh, we can look this up on our with our crack researcher, crackhead Rocky. Uh, but Halliburton, what what kind of company was Halliburton again? But I know it was run by Dick Cheney, and they were quote unquote war profiteers back in the days for the uh, the early two thousands Iraq War. War profiteers. Yeah, yeah. People claim that they're war profiteers. Absolutely, because they were owned by Dick Cheney and they profited off war. Whatever they were, they're like a defense company or some shit. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's one of the world's largest providers of products and services to the energy industry. Okay, it was an energy company, what? but somehow they 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 through you know the channels that Dick Cheney runs. They, oh my God! It has operations in more than seventy countries, and it has they're uh, huge. The world's they were large, an oil. They were an oil company. Yeah, that's the, what they were. The world's largest oil field. That's it. There you go. So that's how they profited off fucking off the war. But I had no idea that they had an international foods arm. But anyway, CEO of Halliburton International Foods resigns after being charged with child prostitution. 59-year-old CEO of California-based company has resigned after being accused of soliciting and engaging in sexual relations with two teenage girls. Ian Charles Schenkel. Well, he sounds like a schemey bastard anyway. Schenkel <laughs> of Newport Beach stepped down from his role as chief executive of Halliburton on Friday. Uh, the thing goes on to talk about the company founded in 92. I don't care about all that. Sleazy-ass schnickelpuss. Obviously, the company declined to comment. And uh, let's see. Yeah, before just before he resigned, he was charged with engaging in prostitution with a 15-year-old girl and a 16-year-old girl, according to the Orange County District Attorney's Office. And that's Orange County, California. Schnickel's a predator. Schnickel. A predator, schnickel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Einhorn is finkel. So he's been charged with one felony count of unlawful sexual intercourse, one felony any count of sexual penetration with a foreign object with a victim. Wow, that is a weird charge. Okay. What classifies as a foreign object? Is uh, that any, like a rem- any, any? Yeah, right. Like a remote control or like a? Yes, because it's made in Japan. Like a battle axe. <laughs> well, if it's made in America, <laughs> you stick it on in there. Yeah. <laughs> Only if she's eighteen. Uh, but I'm sorry, that's God. That's anyway. But uh, and a felony count of a lewd act on a child fourteen or fifteen years old. And then another. This guy's got a lot of felonies. Um, yeah, he was arrested and released after posting a hundred thousand dollars bail. It's going to scratch this guy. Well, he's going to have the money. Yeah. If convicted on all counts, he faces a maximum sentence of eight years in state prison as well as 728 days in county jail. So a lot of, a lot of. No, see, something's wrong in his head, especially like when you can like make decisions like that. And like, he's not going to learn. He's not going to learn from this. I mean, people like that are broken. You can't rehabilitate. It's just going to happen. Keep happening until, you know, like, so to release him or to let him go on a certain amount of money. That's what it's about. He's going to, he's got the scratch. He's got the scuttle, scuttle, or whatever they call that. He's got the schnickel. (laughs) He's got the schnickels. (laughs) 
<laughs> can you take my fine payment in schnickels? Schnickels. <laughs> schnickels and dimes in this motherfucker. Schnickels, shillings. Back to you in the studio, John Hammer. Uh Yeah, did you hear, uh, oh, this is all sports. I kind of just like... Sportsing! Sports ball. <laughs> I grouped it all together, uh, you know, because I don't, I mean... Yeah, clumped them sports it balls is, together. Uh, did you hear that the Lakers are your NBA champions? I did. They beat the Miami Heat in six games. All hail LeBron. Uh, I would have expected nothing less. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit. You we were. were I'm a LeBron of, fan. You were claiming LeBron he, is no, one I'm of the not, greatest, or the greatest ever. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I agree that he deserves his respect, and he deserves to be up there near Jordan. And I don't. And then we we just went back and forth on it. Is he better than Jordan? And you have your point saying he's not, and I agree he's not. I agree okay, with you. good, good, good. No, no, I don't think he's better than Jordan, but he deserves to be mentioned with Jordan. What, was I making sense? Though? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. Okay, because this is my thing. The for like for me, Michael Jordan was making everybody around him better. So you don't know of a Dennis Rodman or a Scottie Pippen if right. Michael Jordan doesn't make him. Yeah, look you're right. Because Dennis Rodman played for the Pistons, and nobody fuck. I don't remember his ass from then. Hell no. It wasn't and until the, he got with Chicago. Uh, like, uh, uh, Tom Brady, if we were to move for football, never heard of that guy either. Tom Brady turned. Michael Jordan made him great. <laughs> yeah, you could be the most regular wide receiver in the league, and Tom Brady's going to make you look like. Like a damn threat. Goddamn right. Right and after he makes out with his son for two minutes. Yeah. LeBron, it's the other way around. <laughs> I just now heard that. <laughs> it just registered. Uh, you want to talk about predators? <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, so the Lakers won. Uh, they have Rajon Rondo, who is a, a veteran in the league. Yeah, I mean, he's got a championship with Boston, at least one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember him from those days. Very, very seasoned. Uh, Dwight Howard. Was a star here in Orlando. Yep, could never do anything because uh, uh, it was Orlando. Anthony Davis, a very a top draft pick, top uh, draft pick, best unibrow in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, for him to be surrounded by all this talent, they're making LeBron look good, not the other way around. And that's hard to do with that hairline. Yeah, yeah, I know. So good job, he's, team. He's been doing like Bosley or something, <laughs> right, bro. I'm right? telling you, he's doing it. He's he's trying to like bring it back. On a separate note, recently I saw I was scrolling Instagram and there's a service that if you're like completely bald, you can fucking they will tattoo little dots on your <laughs> head to look like stubble, dude. And it's no. a thing. And I will say, in the all the videos of that I saw, the before and afters, it looked way better. Yeah, like on a sweaty day, somebody goes to touch it or pat your head, and you smear it. <laughs> no, it like, doesn't smear the it's a tattoo, bro. You don't, ah. you don't sweat tattoo ink out. But, but, like, but it's funny. You go to rub it thinking it's stubbly, and it's like, veep. It's like wax shine, bro. Shiniest stubble head in the game. If you have, like, if your hairline's receding and you're trying to fix that, is that like you're un- you're working to unrecede it? Yeah. Or yeah, it's uh, re- it's it's, it's re-seed. called uh, you recede. You're reseeding your head. You're sodding. It's the- re- it's it's un erosion, <laughs> un erosion of the hairline. They call it via tattoo. <laughs> but I'm sorry, it's, I, I walked on your shit. No, 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 you're good. Uh, yeah, Lakers, NBA champions, and then um, this is the other thing I told because we were we had a bit a little while ago. Yeah, we could we could all we could we, almost bring this back up. I know you know what I'm talking about because we like yep. we, we would do like these big bad bone breaks, big bad bone breaking news, and we were gonna. Play like a whole George Thorogood intro to it, but we couldn't <laughs> find enough stories to make it viable. Yeah, it was hard to keep up with every week, and then like, but when it does happen, Woo. it's bad, but and it's news. It is. Um, and uh, the Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. He was uh, scrambling, you know, <laughs> last week, and he was running, rolling out left, and he got tackled from the right side, and his leg got cut, like caved under. Yeah, it was the like person. a leg. Their legs got wrapped up while he was going down, and his ankle was like, you know, his his cleats were in the turf, so his foot was planted. As yeah. he was falling, it was ugly. We're going to have the video on Facebook, facebook.com slash funny to informing. Uh, it's going to be right there in our group. Uh, but yeah, so, so his leg, like right around the shin area. Yeah, like low just, shin, like ankle. Just it just mm. snaps. Yeah. 
Oh and my god. It, it, you don't really notice it until like he rolls over on his ass and picks up his own leg holding his leg up and his ankle is his foot is like does not point where yeah, a foot yeah. points. It's, <laughs> it's like, like it's pointing to the right sideline. Yeah, yeah. That's and he's I mean. looking at the end zone. It's, it's not normal or good. It's like his foot ha- has his six. It's like looking <laughs> past his head. And his I'm foot's like, got his six, guys. That's all, that's and, all I'm saying. And you could tell the adrenaline was going because like when stuff like that happens, your yeah. adrenaline does still kick in. Uh-huh. And his, but it, you know, he just straight up. Yeah, like, John said he calmly like picked his leg up, saw it, and then like waved the trainers over to the, you know, and then everybody clearly knew what was going on. Yeah, and, and that's one of those situations where like both teams huddle around and take their helmets off because they are like holy shit yeah that's one of those things you're like oh it could be career ending well he got carted off the field he was in tears i mean he was a pussy and (laughs) how are you gonna cry your bone snapping out (laughs) of your skin and there's like and there's like factors because i know he was supposed to sign a long-term contract with dallas i did not know about he had money come in and he wanted to hold out see if he could perform Mm -hmm. and then get more money Mm -hmm. and instead Mm -hmm. you snap that's the risk you run when you hold out for performance right yeah and then so i'm imagining he's crying because of the millions that he just missed out on yeah bud and now it's going to be what do they what, this prognosis is what six months john you said something like that i mean that's on the that's on the upside look at old alex smith we just saw him return today speaking of right and yeah. that was i don't know what his initial prognosis was but i didn't know that his injury was as bad as it was because i guess he just returned this weekend and they were showing his pre the game which was over almost two years ago now it's 2018 week 11 he went was when he got injured he went 99 weeks that 99 weeks without Se- playing 17 surgeries yes and and I, again, that's what I was saying. I don't know how bad it was at first. Maybe they gave him six months and it turned into 99 weeks because of complications and 17 fucking surgeries. Yeah. And like, I'm not, a, never been a huge fan of that guy, but like good on him for having the balls to go back out there and take another snap 99 weeks later and then get hit all day. He got beat up all fucking day, dude. Oh, he was and feeling nothing it. broke. So good on him. Oh yeah. And then like, um, like as we were are reporting that Prescott injured his leg, he already had surgery. Supposedly yeah. it went well. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I, mean, I read that they quote unquote cleaned out the area. And I was like, Well, it's not a cut, so how did anything get in there? So then I'm thinking it's gotta be like bone shards, bro. Oh, like I'm what sure. else are they cleaning out of there? I know. And, and well and you have to get it immediately because I mean to to wait for surgery. The, the thing's just hanging. Yeah, yeah it's well, just hanging. A guy like that's not waiting on surgery. He got surgery same night. You know what I mean? Like you or I would have been like, okay, we got surgery next Wednesday. Go home and don't walk for a fucking for nine days and cry about it because it hurts like hell and get addicted to painkillers. But Dak Prescott gets fucking surgery same night. They, he's got the insurance, no doubt. Um, <laughs> Even if he doesn't, he's got the he's got the cash. Yeah, yeah. Back to back to you. Back to me. Yeah, uh, that was that was my sports ball. Sports balling. <laughs> Did you hear? This is a little local story, a little bit. Florida hunters capture record-breaking 18-foot Burmese python. 18-foot? Now, yeah, we've caught them in the... Obviously, I've heard stories like this in the past of record-breaking pythons, but apparently this was um, this is from today, as we sit and record. So that's like three of us laying long ways. Yeah, it's 18 feet, 9 inches. It beat the previous record by an inch. Oh, oh, so the, it was close. Yeah, it was close, it was, but yeah, this is the biggest. It was uh, 104 pounds. And uh, yeah, 18 feet, nine inches long. Is there a photo with it? Yes, there is a photo. I will show that. I will share that with you. But these guys are holding the snake after they've killed it. Um, And it's kind of a little wrapped up, but it stretches easily. They're on either side of a dirt road holding this this snake body here. Oh, it's a thick bugger. Fuck yeah, it's a Burmese python, which is like it's a constrictor style snake. These are the only kind of snakes that get this big. Like your rattlesnakes and your venomous snakes and shit don't get that big. These are the snakes that like wrap things up and 
fucking strangle them to death. Oh, so yeah. they get huge, and these are the ones that literally could easily kill a man. I mean, that thing would wrap around your entire body from head to toe. See, I don't and mess just with, fucking crush you. I don't mess with a six-inch garden snake. Yeah, I don't fuck with snakes. So either. I'm not going to do 18 feet. So good on these guys for getting out there and having the balls. I like how you saw how you saw these guys in the photo. They just look like uh, you know South Florida good old boys. You the, know? Oh, they're happy. But they're, I like they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. Of course, this is what these guys do. But I, I love how it says. Um, let me see how they the way that they there you go. The snake was reportedly caught along the L28 Tieback Canal, which is about 35 miles west of Miami. Burmese pythons are not natural to the area, but have established themselves in the area over the 15 over the last 15 years. Um, but I, what does it say about these these two guys? Um, uh, damn, it gives them like names. There you go. The two hunters were reportedly working with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission as quote python removal agents. I like how they give oh them names. okay yeah agent agent Bubba uh, and agent Jimbo uh, PRAs they're PRAs yeah, PRAs yeah python removal agents. But uh, I also find it ironic that uh, it says here it is speculated that uh, that that their their growth is due to the animals once being kept as pets either escaping or being released. They have no natural predators in Florida and have reportedly decimated indigenous plant and animal populations because they are a non-native species. Yeah, so like, and we, I just find it ironic that they captured and killed this uh, non you know this non-indigenous species on Columbus Day. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. AKA Indigenous People's Day, as we're trying it, to call that now. That's how it comes full circle. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll post that picture of yes, the of the Agents uh, Bubba and Jimbo. Yeah, because <laughs> I always thought that, like, the, you know, they were kind of a product of their environment. You know, if they, if they grew up in a, like a small yes. cage, they're yeah. going to be small. They do. They, yeah. yeah. Right. And you won't get an 18-foot snake in a cage. Yeah. You'll yeah. get an 18-foot snake in this fucking Florida swamp where they just thrive and eat anything and everything they come right. across because what's nothing's killing them. It's like, who knows I what's mean, in the Everglades? They say no known in- enemies, but I feel like, honestly, one of these could probably take down a fucking gator. Oh, yeah. Because it can wrap around a gator several times, too. And, you know, if the gator's not making a bite contact... Like on its head or some shit, it's probably going to kill it. It'll choke it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless it eats it like yeah, like you just like a laffy taffy. Right. <laughs> it just goes in on this snake and it just eats it like so easily. Um, Speaking okay. about strangulation, back to you in the studio, John. Yeah. Uh, on to the next one. <laughs> uh, okay. So did you hear? And this one's kind of crazy. And I guess um, as far as I know, at least up at, up to thirteen people were involved. But um, there was a an attempted kidnapping. Of a Michigan Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, Thirteen people were charged in a plot to, you know, I, I, I don't know, a kidnapper, and I don't know what the plan is after that. Like overthrow the government. Was it like a yeah? Was it like a ransom thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, six people were charged federally with the conspiracy to kidnap, and seven others were associated um, with this militia group, um, Wolverine Watchmen. Is what they're called. Uh, they they were charged by the state, and um, <laughs> sounds like a weird militia. <clears throat> It says, uh, Typical Michigan, full yeah. of weird militia guys. Just saying. <laughs> this is the quote that they have. Uh, the ind- individuals uh, in custody are suspected to have attempted to identify the home addresses of law enforcement officers in order to target them, made threats of violence intended to instigate a civil war, and engaged in planning and training for an operation to attack the Capitol building of Michigan and to kidnap, the gov- uh, kidnap government officials, Jesus. including the governor. To what end, though? Like to get their political needs met right so that's it's a weird weird w- deal wolverine watchmen i mean that's that's are kind they, of something to uh, so more do you know are, is the governor from there is she is, is she it's a she right yeah okay yeah, is yeah. she democratic or republican democrat she's democrat yeah i heard that she was entangled in some beef with the president oh and okay that the president after the story came out was like 
not siding with her at all, which is kind of fucked up. Like, if a government official at any level is threatened to be kidnapped, our president should be like, uh, I condemn this act. Wolverine watchmen, stand back and stand by. <laughs> yep. Then he signaled them with the OK signal. I will let you know if I need you. The most proudest of boys. <laughs> yeah, the greatest. <laughs> the, gr- <laughs> the greatest watchmen. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, this was a story that, for the most part, people know, and I'm sure, um, you know, most, most have heard it. Um, but I just... I didn't. This is shit from movies. Like I don't. I I don't know why people would want to think that. Why would it work for one? Right, and then right. two. Like this is just like I don't. I don't know how how crazy is your agenda that you would resort to doing something this crazy? This and think senile, you're gonna get away with it. This is some senile shit to do. <laughs> I just. It's just. Yeah. It's uh. It's egomaniacal is what it is. They, I mean, they think they're that great that they're gonna get away with kidnapping a governor. It's like they're low. and so the plan was thwarted. Thwarted and the governor is okay. I suppose. Uh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Before they even like were able to do anything. Yeah. It never I, happened. See, because that's the good question too. Is like how do they even come across like the plan? Exactly. Of it? Was this some like NSA stuff? Were they talking about it maybe online and then they were you know I'm wondering. If maybe there were some keywords you know i don't know who knows yeah i mean i it, and that's the price you pay to kind of being a political leader Ab- is you, in these days in these times for sure there's no telling what people are gonna do it's a whole new world how extreme they want to be exciting and new there's nothing you could do i mean i mean you could just live your life and be the best person that you can be and people are still going to react the way that they want to no one to tell us no um, or where to go uh, i have one more but i'll turn it over to you before oh, you got I, another one yeah all right uh, let's see did you hear vehicle crashes into outdoor dining space in San Jose, California? At least eight hurt. On like a patio area? Well, yeah. So this is immediately my first thought was because, uh, you know, we're Florida guys. We we, we have we're fucking full of uh, Burmese pythons and elderly people. <laughs> so we had our Burmese python story. So elderly people, my first thought was uh, old, old person fucking didn't know the gas from the break and ran through this fucking place, right? Happens here a lot. So I was, uh, you know, so I was very, you know, familiar with these types of stories. And yeah, so essentially an elderly man lost control of his vehicle and slammed into diners enjoying dim sum at an outdoor dining area in San Jose, injuring at least eight people too critically. The vehicle crashed into a tent-covered dining space, Dynasty Chinese Seafood Restaurant, created in the parking lot of a mall. See, if you do that... It was one of those. Yeah, but it it goes on to say, many restaurants around the country have created such spaces in response to the pandemic, and restrictions imposed by states contain the spread of the disease. That's why they've gone to this outdoor seating thing. It doesn't sound like he was trying to hit the brakes, though, at all. It, It sounds like a mistake. Like you were, you, yeah, you, no, it wasn't. I don't think he you, was. You think an the, elderly guy. You think the car's in reverse. You press the gas and you're going well, straight the, into the building. Police said the person who lost control of the vehicle was, quote, an elderly male. They said there were indications he may have been in medical distress prior to the collision. And uh, the man, 69, was driving a Toyota 4Runner and trying to park when he hit the gas instead. He said, I'm he legally suffered, blind. He suffered minor injuries, two people critically injured. Not good. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is a quote. This quote is, is classic. I heard wheels screeching like you know how you do a spin out, Buck Suggs told the station. The wheels started spinning and smoke started coming out, unquote. <laughs> Thanks for that, Buck Suggs. <laughs> yeah. Back to you in the studio, Suggs Buck. Sometimes when they interview these news people, I swear to God, they'll be like, yeah. uh, they, like the car was all... And I was all, dude, damn. That's, how, all- dude, that's how I read it. This is in my mind. This is the voice that, that gave this quote. I heard wheels screeching like, you know how you do a spin out. The wheels started spinning and smoke started coming out. That's the voice I read that quote in. 
And then it was Buck Suggs, and that threw me off. I have no idea who that guy is. I was all, and they were all. <laughs> right? And, they was and all. I was all like, and the crowd was all like, we did. <laughs> Back uh, to you in the studio, John. D- did you hear, uh, this is my last one. This is some big news. I don't know um, how bad this is going to get. that last story was unfortunate. And I'm it, sorry. And it may develop. Um, but did you hear, North Korea, uh, I guess they sometimes have military parades where they um, like to kind of tote around their new uh, flex artillery. Their, flex their, yeah, flex their rockets. Yeah, so during their military parade, they- Why can't they just have a Challenger explosion right there on the street? Anyway. <laughs> Let the missile go- Actually, sh- I don't want all the people to die. Just Kim Jong-un. Let the missile go straight up the boulevard. Right. Or whatever. Right into old Un's <laughs> house or Il's house, whoever's in charge now. Un. Uh, yeah. North Korea, they had this um, uh, intercontinental ballistic missile um, that they were advertising for the parade. You can see the picture here. It's a nice- ICBM. It's a long bugger. Absolutely. Um, uh, South Korea had had like an emergency meeting. They were kind of freaking out um, at, at, at the site of this thing. I'm sure they were. Um, uh, but like, you know, they're afraid that they would attack Seoul- or soul seal <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> oh please don't attack seal he's a national treasure kiss from a rose god damn it please Baby. he's got enough scars on his face let's not fuck that guy up anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but like and north korea is maintaining the the story that oh this is to maybe potentially attack further targets yeah. well that's the thing is an intercontinental ballistic missile I mean, right it can go all the way you know between continents all the way from england to russia It'd be a <laughs> big, great continent, good continent, best continents. <laughs> but I don't think that they're going to waste the money to go right next door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They and have they much smaller things they could just launch right over the, you know, the border, which is not even a real wall. Fuck it, throw a few beer bottles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> let them clean up the glass. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that's they, scary though. Yeah, I feel. So, what is North Korea saying that? Uh, you know, like, uh, no, this was just to, what, bolster, you know, mentality of our people? Yeah. It's just to flex their fucking dick. It's the military f- dick flexing yeah, for their it, people and also for the world is it's, what it uh, is. It's the, the regarded as the largest road mobile liquid fueled missile anywhere. Um, Second only to the Challenger. Yeah. It's a, ooh, the, the. This is the 75th anniversary of this parade, so I guess they do this shit all the no, time. No, that's when you said that this happened, I was like, I didn't know it happened annually, but I was like, dude, I've seen a ton of these. They've yeah. done these forever. I didn't know 75 times. The massive weapon was carried by an 11-axle truck. Jesus Christ. Whoa. That, yeah, I mean, because it's a lot of wheels. Damn. That shit is fucking, that's a long car uh, that's carrying that, and that picture will be on Facebook as Mr. well. Mr. Marcus's dick only had to be carried by a two-axle truck. It's so, <laughs> just for scale, so you guys know. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge! Yeah. It's like fun spot. Um, but I mean, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, uh, you know, especially as a foreign nation to North Korea and one that we don't exactly have great terms with. We should continue to pay attention to it. And, you know, as yeah. long as as long as long Trump doesn't get into a oh, big God. missile contest with them. Do you remember when he went over there to stand on the border? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, like the first president, I think, ever that stood on the border of North and South Korea. It's going to be, a, my missile's bigger than your missile. Exactly. It's a it's a missile pissing contest. Yeah, yours is ballistic. Oh, mine's crazy. A pistol, <laughs> it's a pistol contest over there. You got to watch out. <laughs> ballistic, mine's maniacal. <laughs> it is. Come on. Uh, yeah, that was the last one that I have. I am done. Are you done? All right. Well, I'm actually done with DigiHears too, but um, I, I had good news. I have good news in that uh, DigiHear... Digis, we got a new sponsor for Digi Hears this week. It's unfortunate though because I should have read this copy. They sent me over some copy to read for an ad, which I was going to do at the end of Digis. You know, nice, just, yeah. But yeah. maybe I should have read this copy prior to. I'm not sure. Digis this week sponsored by Chinese seafood and tents. Dim some good ass foods. Egg roll on in. This tent food is nothing to poo poo platter at. That's right, folks. Chinese seafood in a tent is anything but general so so. 
Hop in the Toyota and 4Run. Don't walk on down here. Located just a short drive from wherever you are. Even shorter if you don't use brakes. Once again, folks, this outdoor Asian seafood is intense. They love it. Just ask Seoul. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. There was like five seconds there where I thought we had a sponsor for the show. Nope. I'm sorry. Well, I, after, after that story I just read, probably going to fall apart. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. Um, yeah, yeah, but that wraps it up for us. And this is uh, episode 154. There 154, was no 54. Let's hope it makes the light of day. Yeah, there was no 153. It doesn't exist. 153 will never be. Yeah, uh, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. We hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. It's so good to be back in Coleman. Tip your missile mounters. Hey, uh, old national box games. Everybody. Check it. Well, it's the M.I. Cricket Letter. Ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, you best to wear your sweater. Cause I'm cooler than the polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again. Talking that shit. Been corners like I was a curve. I struck a nerve. And now you about to see this southern plague serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you make, but how much you spend. You got me bent like elbows, amongst other things. But I'm not worried. Cause when we set up in the party, like I'm out, you stirring. So go get your fucking shine box and your sack of nickels. It tickles to see you try to be like Mr. Pickles. Daddy fat sex, B-I-G-B-O-I Is that same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye And I try to warn you not to test But you don't listen Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell Locked yeah. up in prison Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if they like fish and grits And all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say oh yeah girl. Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care and if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, yeah, girl. Now, my oral illustration be like cultural stimulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better, let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I'll wait because the future of the world depends on. If or if not, the child we raise gon' have that nigga syndrome. Or will it know to beat the arts regardless of its skin tone? I will it feel that if you tune it, it just might get picked on? Or will it give a fuck about what others say and get gone? The alienators, cause we different, keep your hand to the sky. Like sounds of blackness when I practice what I preach, it don't lie. I beat the baker and the maker of the piece of my pie. Now break a break a tin folk, can I get some reply? Now everybody say, Throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, danger. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, danger. Day I sit while my nigga be in school Thinking about the second album at the dungeon Shooting pool like ES to the PN Cause we just to the B in the zone Honey, I'm home, but I'm not married Carried a lot of problems around, being frustrated And now I'm sitting at the end of the month I just made it like you made the B team And like your daddy's wife, you made it a coffee You heard the ATLE, and so back the hell up off Softly, as if I played piano in the dark Found a way to channel my anger, not to involve The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part God works in mysterious ways So when he starts the job of speaking through us, we be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, yeah, girl. 